0: Hello, folks. Welcome to the Way on Podcast. My name's Wise Bob, and with me today, as always, is
1: Macho Man Gavi Savage,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and also
2: uh, just just Remy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and for the first time, <laughs> today's guest is my good friend from New York.
2: That's your kid. Oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Lillian. Uh,
0: Oh uh, how's everyone today.
2: Not too not too bad. Just waiting on you uh, fuckers getting ready and getting started. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> binging fucking Diablo. I'm I'm over 60 oh, hours into it. Jesus. Yeah, you
3: guys are um oh midnight exactly right now. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah
2: we are. Yeah. Yeah, but
1: I am on night shift time at the minute so bit it's not really a, that bad for me. Bit of a later starting for us uh the normal. Uh mm. but, you know, Sometimes sacrifices have to be made. Yeah, it's sorry, about that it's my fault. I know <laughs> oh, no, no, uh, That's okay. That's okay. No, you're good. You're
0: good. It's <gasps> all good. Oh. Michael. Michael probably won't go to bed until like seven in the
2: morning, anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, about nine in the morning.
0: I'm on oh, nine in the morning.
1: Yeah. I'll probably be up doing my shopping in Tesco at that point. <laughs> oh, I'll,
2: I'll be doing fucking rift after rift on Diablo. Mate. I... Oh, for fuck's sake!
1: <sighs> <sighs> what did I it's do introducing in you
2: immediate. to that that game? What did I do? <laughs> You've you've done something bad. You fucking you've got me addicted
1: to it. It's entirely your fault. Fuck you. I'll I'll take full responsibility and not place any of it on Kyle, who made me go and buy it for the Xbox.
0: <laughs> Sorry,
1: all your fault, Kyle. Well, today so have... we
0: are going to talk about One Division and other MCU stuff, and I probably won't be surprised if we start talking about Justice League.
1: <laughs> well it is out it is out next week it's a snyder cut everybody's excited for it though i mean well, say hey, everyone
3: there's so many um i mean every i have a subscription to the newsletter from comicbook.com and i swear almost every day for the past two months at least
4: it has i get this com-
3: notification saying comicbook.com like uh it, like the headline says zach snyder new teaser for justice league like like a different teaser for that movie
1: i unless it's a jason momoa st- strip tease i don't really fucking care at this point to <laughs> be honest with you see it's the a- amount of teasers that they have released for that that one movie if you practically spliced them all together i think you would have the whole movie at this that point was because what I was it's been just
3: thinking. been yes i'm like wait I was, I was i mean i thought this the whole time but i was like Zack snyder is terrible at like self promotion i mean it's also the the dc whatever's like the exec's fault like as as we saw with um batman v superman they gave away doomsday as like you know the primary villain in that movie well i guess lex Luthor kind of was but but he was like doomsday's a huge fucking villain in like the superman comics and they gave him away in the trailer (laughs) Um, oh,
2: that's something you should, build up to. Exactly. DC, DC have really shot the bed. I don't. I don't. I don't know what they're uh, what they're doing. Especially uh, like if you've seen the recent news that they're thinking about rebooting Superman again and getting rid of Cavill.
1: I can't justify getting rid of Henry Cavill as Superman. He's Everybody argues with me on this point, but they say, like, oh, no, he's terrible, he's this, he's that, he's the other. I've never like, heard anybody he, that's argued against I have Cavill. heard that's a weird. lot of people argue against Cavill. People have said he's wooden, he doesn't act well, he doesn't show emotion, this, that, 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 and the other.
3: I think it's like, uh, yeah, I I totally get why people would think that, because it, it's true that he acts like that. But if you've seen Kevin Cavill elsewhere, it's like... Um, What's even you see in those him in the movies, Witcher, he has you've seen moments him... where he comes yeah. through it's I feel like it's Zack Snyder's direction I don't think he knows how to write a story or direct like uh, uh actors I think he's great at cinematography but that's it like mm. he's great at cinematography that's just like he's like he does beautiful visuals like really exceptional like oscar worthy visuals. But See, people
2: saying really that he, people saying that Henry Cavill's wouldn't is kind of cu- uh, uh, counterintuitive like cuz I like these guys know I'm not a big DC fan but one thing I am a fan of is Superman especially in the comics thing like, and one of my favorite runs by Peter J. Tomasi like Superman isn't a hyper emotional character he's he's always very calm and collected except for when like fucking Robin steals away Superman's son and he bursts through the fucking wall like right. he's going to kill some bitch but Besides that, he's a very calm, collected character. So I think having that kind of thing about him, where he's he does seem, seem a wee bit stiff, that suits kalel That yeah. suits him. I could agree with you there.
3: I think it's also yeah, like it's it's. I think it's the way also the story itself, like has written his story to be very morose. Like it's not even mm. necessarily the acting. It's like his um, like uh, his story in Man, Man of Steel. Man of Steel. In Batman, v Superman is just very, just too almost like like you say he's straight laced, but it's almost like too straight laced to the point of being boring. Yeah, he's
2: too he's too clean. And we see, I
3: mean, that, we that's, that's also another side of
2: Superman. He is the quintessential like a like old uh, what is it old American. He's the Boy like, Scout, kind of, really, is what you want to yeah, say. Yeah. He, he's meant to be a Boy Scout.
1: Yeah, Boy yeah. Scout from fucking. But it's the same seen, as like... Captain America for Marvel. They're they're the Boy Scouts of their, you know yeah. their brand. Yeah. Mm-hmm
3: but there's like it's like it's and it is i feel like well, sometimes it's even harder to make superman as an actor interesting you know but um because of that because you know this, the character like captain america it's, it's it was so that's why people praise chris evans because he made this really boy scouty character compelling and it's not just him it's the writing too but um mm. in the mcu mm-hmm. but it it's like yeah, like you actually can relate to him, and he has—he does have humor. Like his like language moment was like huge in Age of Ultron, and um yeah,
1: and then and it's stuff sc- that really adds quirks and like idiosyncrasies to characters that really make them in the yeah, right. I think that's also a, a case like how
2: long like the, the mcu has been going and will continue to go like these actors uh, and writers have enough time to put their own personality into it rather than just like having like one fucking superman film film like having man of steel and then completely judging the character and everything based off of that one thing instead of like having a franchise and building i can't
3: believe it you know to this day you think about it it's like um (laughs) how quickly it's they rushed into it because it's like man of steel okay that's his origin story literally his origin story and then the next movie was him, kill him, him facing off against Batman, like the biggest yeah. show off. It's so it, that's like any anyone who knows the comics well knows that that should be something that should be built towards. Like it doesn't even was, have to do with like a like end the universe. It's yeah. more about isn't it
1: something like. Like
2: they were yeah, both Batman vs. Their... Superman is a thing that should have came after the same amount of time it took to get the Civil War in the MCU. Yeah, yeah. weren't they yeah. both, like, yeah.
1: when when that story was written, if I'm remembering rightly, back, you know, the Dark Knight uh, Returns, the, the Frank Miller novel, was it, were they not, like, both in, like, their, well, Bruce would have been in his, his 80s or something like that there, yeah, because really? he, he was wow. an old, old man, old. so he wasn't... <laughs> What, I think it was, I think it was the seventies or his eighties or something because I remember yeah. he needed uh, he, was he needed the suit the assist him to fight. Ah, uh,
3: the mech suit. Uh
1: huh. So and heavily not, and...
3: like mechanized. Yeah. Batflex like, was like. I mean, I knew that mm-hmm. Batflex like, was playing like an old, like uh, like really grizzled old boxer like kind of vibe, but I uh, he definitely didn't look. I mean, he was doing like CrossFit <laughs> in that movie, so he could not have been <laughs> near eighty or seventy.
1: Um,
3: he was just like kind of cynical towards life you know <laughs> like just, uh, but
2: that's the thing about my batman, batman if he didn't oh ha- sorry if he didn't sorry sorry things. i've
1: just i've just looked it up my mistake in the dark knight returns he was in his, his late 50s 60s. Early 60s yeah so he yeah. was he was in his late 50s early 60s and i remember he made the mech suit to give him an advantage and to help him fight because he could you know feel the the joints and everything you know Getting there because of the age. Wait, of yeah. Wait uh, I, th- I think, uh, I think if Frank Miller trying to
2: write it as oh, he needed help because his joints are going. No, you're fighting a god, man. <laughs> You are. You are. You're kind
1: <laughs> you're of fighting a god, that's
3: but means. that's but that's, that's why both like to make yeah. it like a, another to add another element to the soup with while adding to his human story too. So I, I kind of mm-hmm. like that. I mean, in the comics, I, I wish they did that in the film. I mean, in the film, they just literally gave Ben Affleck a few gray hairs. And uh, said, Look, that's an old yeah. Guy. It's old Batman, but he's still
1: built like a fucking tank so he is and he can he can do he can (laughs) lift fucking weights.
3: with the hammer at one point i was like yeah that's not yeah. A, a retired boxer that's just a box of training like for next fight i
1: remember him i remember the training scenes you remember like when he had the big giant chain wrapped around his waist and he's dangling a weight from he his is- waist while he's doing like pull-ups and i'm like man i'm in my I, like i was in my fucking 20s when that movie came out and i couldn't do that
3: no yeah i don't know how old he was playing but he could not have been 60 either <laughs> or fifty either. yeah I mean, he was like, something like someone was like late 40s most <laughs> but uh, yeah but DC's
2: biggest problem is they they seen the success of the MCU and uh, they didn't want to play the long games oh fuck let's make an ensemble film the fucked up yeah
4: yeah
2: I, I don't I don't see the uh, DC should just stick to their like because whenever I think of DC I don't think of like Sadly, I just I don't think of Justice League. I think of these characters as separate entities.
3: Yeah, yeah. Totally. Because
2: how the fuck is Batman going to be interesting next to Wonder Woman? How is fucking Batman going to be interesting next to fucking Green Lantern, an intergalactic cop? Oh my God.
0: Well, I've, I, 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 listen,
1: I've I've got I'm just waiting like, on the Green I'm Lantern movie. I've got two words for you, and I'll I'll tell you this now. This this covers every argument you could have. I'll tell you how he's interesting. Do you know why he's interesting? What? He's Batman.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's one annoying thing about Batman is it, as much as I don't really like the character, um, he can defeat almost anybody. He can beat almost anybody because he... Because honestly No, It's, it's not that because it's, he's Batman. It, <laughs> it, it's not just because he's Batman. It's like, that's part of the character. He will do whatever it takes to win. It's he does it because he break, has yeah.
1: to. It's part of. Is part of, of. He has like contingencies and everything in place for things that can go wrong and will go this is wrong. A great and... discussion about Wandavision. <laughs> <laughs> I know. See, to be honest, see, to be honest with you, we'll just. what well, you know what we'll do instead of a Wandavision discussion? We will have a uh, comic book cinematic universe discussion. How does that sound? Yeah,
3: so, yeah, I'm good. I mean, because I wanted to uh, just jump in really quickly with that. It's like I was literally just talking about how. Um, Batman is supposed to be literally, like, in the comics and, like, in the movies, we're supposed to, like, just assume that he's, like, a genius. Like, in the comics, he is written as that, like, literally.
1: Yeah, the world's greatest detective.
3: Detective, yeah. And that's why I'm glad Pattinson, (laughs) Robert Pattinson's Batman, is actually going to delve into his, how his, the mechanisms in his genius detective brain works because we i just realized that we have never even with the best bat- on-screen batmans we have never seen that like we've never only... seen his true like mind genius work it's yeah. only about his physical training and his, and like never about his cunning and it's never about you know him if he does some mm-hmm. detective work here and there it's never an, enough to show to justify the title of genius yeah.
1: to like really joke
3: I... or easily easily or like Luther easily comes off it's much smarter yeah it shouldn't happen <clears throat> yeah. I was
1: I was gonna say cinematically I don't think we've ever seen it but if you if you delve into uh the the original the animated series of Batman um Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill uh, mm-hmm. as Joker and Batman you know respectively and everything like that but they had elements of that and the one place that we actually did it, I think see it and it, it being done very well was in the uh, the Arkham Asylum Arkham Universe games, where you literally had to go on uh, clues and everything, and you know do analysis on stuff and oh, you know piece I, things I've together. I've always
3: heard about this game. I don't I don't game, but like um, the good ones, I hear, <gasps> I hear a lot of. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it like. Uh, it, yeah, that, that's what another a contrast you could say to the um yeah like seeing Batman actually use his brain is uh Tony Stark for example and Doctor Strange because those two characters in the MCU are very comparable and that's why Doctor Strange is basically kind of inheriting now that Tony's dead uh the title of like the the intelligent wise tutor of the uh, Avengers. Um,
2: I I would ha- I would have to uh, I would have to just. Dis- uh, disagree with that in terms of like a mentor like a not a mentor, not a, mentor but a, a tutor yeah. in terms of its intellect i he's i don't uh, he's the sorcerer supreme when it comes to uh, like uh, the mystical si- uh, side of it um I he thought, is extremely intelligent i thought yeah, you know, I are, think, I like, yeah i'm
3: not comparing them in terms of intelligence I mean like in the mentorship role to the younger ones and like in mm-hmm. the unstable ones like wanda um that, that, you know like so to like Spider-Man, Wanda, really, and um, but you know, cause uh, he's not even that much older or anything, but it's more like yeah, to so the younger ones like Tony was, it's like um, yeah. but just in terms of how you know, the, the uh, like well, Doctor Strange is a genius at least in his field, and and then mm. you know in the Mystic Arts because they, I mean, the MCU and in the comics they really do establish well exactly why he becomes a sort sorcerer supreme. And it, mm. it's like the same thing with every Sorcerer Supreme. It's like a lot of people are are, are born from mystic arts and whatever, but, you know, it, it, they show that it actually takes someone who's like got this, <sighs> basically someone who's a bookworm, someone who wants to learn a lot, which, I, which is a very human angle to take. It's like, oh, mm. this person earns this, you know, this title. And it's not like the Scarlet Witch which is a which is i i equally love but if that's something that she's just born into like she's just born into the yeah. innate yeah she incredible she power
1: her out of those power yeah she i do i do like the it.
2: fact that they are like i like and i dislike the fact that the, they've angled more towards the witch side because it as a uh, as a big old slut for the X Men, uh, <laughs> it, bo- it does bother me that you. you oh yeah, a you're a witch. that's where you get your powers from. Uh,
3: yeah, I mean, who knows once the mutants do come in, how who knows how the mutants
2: would. are? They the mutants been- are already in it, but we just yeah. don't know it yet. Like exactly. they're going to turn so around Monica, and say, "Like this what? person is a
1: mutant." Yeah,
3: like Mon- uh, Monica. Yeah, Monica is Monica is
1: definitely one because she was changed at the yeah. molecular level on her DNA.
3: It.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: she's probably had the X gene activated by the. The x hex yeah. fucking sphere uh sphere thing like altering or and activating the x gene on a, uh on a genetic level and i think that's going to be covered in the eternals film as well because that is the origin of like uh, the deviants and the uh eternals on, on the two opposite sides and then you had the humans in the middle who had like um who had the uh, X gene plant, uh, implanted into him? Uh, where, where over time they would develop into mutants. Uh, so the first, no, the first one wasn't actually Apocalypse. There was one before her, before him. Uh, some I can't remember her name, but it was, it was like ten thousand years before uh, Apocalypse. I cannot remember her name and me. The but like over, t- no, 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 she's not uh, one of the Eternals. Ah, fuck, it's really uh, going to annoy me. Like we're um. I think you have cuz in the in the comics with um certain characters you uh you have immortals and then you have eternal so people that won't die from old uh, old age so that is the likes of apocalypse whereas she sustains herself via the life force of other things so she she just won't die because she keeps absorbing the powers of uh powers and life of others but i cannot remember the name of her and it's gonna piss me Immortals off. in um who
3: else is an immortal I'm, I'm blanking on that in then in just the marvel uh you know
2: oh, where... wait, uh, in, who's immortal or who's like uh, in the eternals
3: uh, I i mean, uh, you said an immortal. I didn't know if that was another group. Well, like you have <laughs> no, like
2: a her. like people who are just uh, immortal, like um, people who are immortal, so who have like an endless lifespan. That's, ah, okay, like, so most, uh, most people, most of that would just be like stuff, you know, like uh, like mystical gods. beings and, like, and shit like that, yeah,
3: like the gods, like the like, you know, like well, Mephisto, or or well, I mean, he's currently dead <laughs> but um but uh but i mean you know the elder god
2: oh in the comics is he is he dead oh yeah uh fucking uh goose rider killed him
1: remy uh, was then. it uh sorry to interrupt was it celine celine the, yeah, yeah there you that, go. that was that that right. yeah even yeah, Kenney, yeah. It,
3: was yeah, she, celine, i recognize like her name yeah her character was talked about i think she is in the eternals i don't I Keep thinking, no, she's yeah.
2: not. I don't think she's part of no, she's not part of the eternals. Like the eternals came like way, way, way before like all of this stuff ever happened. Yeah. I'm pretty sure.
3: and let me look up who uh, cause I, the eternals are the one group. you know, like I've been... The, uh, see my history comics really briefly is just I didn't grow up reading them at all, but, I got into the superhero stuff just via X-Men movies and because you know every as everyone did really but then I really wanted to know just because I too
2: the X-Men movies suck ass
3: like yeah but you remember as, when that as much, movie yeah. came out you remember like when it first came out it In yeah. theaters like especially you were cause Sorry, it, was I remember so that. New. it was so mm-hmm. good for that time era that you were like, oh my god, I, I want more of this. And so, and that's really what started the craze of superheroes. I mean, you owe like the, the MCU to like you know, whatever you think of those movies now it's Fox. like mm. that legacy kind of like at least... Yeah, it, Fox Fox and people. Sony,
1: they were the main pushers of it because they had around that time, the, 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 I think it was, yeah, it was this, X-Men, for me it Spider-Man, X-Men it was the Spider-Man and Punisher with uh, Thomas Tom Jane that oh, was...
3: yeah yeah. I never saw it, though I hear it's good. It's it's definitely a lot more watchable than oh, what's Man of Steel or BVS, I've heard. <laughs> but like... Um, <laughs> Batman
2: versus character. Superman is, shit, even the ultimate edition. Come at me, Steven, if you're listening. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Here we go, here we go. He's calling out people on the so podcast. Fuck's sake, we're going
1: to get kneecapped here, so we are Oh,
3: shit, I broke the chair. Fuck. <laughs> Wait, so back to oh, the... Honey, it was, the rest of the think- tritching. I think what Kyle, was that Kyle saying that the witch side versus her mutant side? I No, that was me. Okay, okay, sorry. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I noticed that actually, even though, you know, like I wasn't rooting for either. I mean, I want the mutants to come, but I, I didn't really care which side they took as long as they kind of stuck to her general story of like her being, you know, the House of M story, basically, or just her general arc of having constant trauma and tragedy. I was crying
1: them, out. Which they failed. Totally so like,
3: um so I didn't for that scene, But I love like, um the witch Oh sorry art. go ahead Lawrence. <laughs> really I love that the MCU actually really stuck cuz I've been watching American Horror Story and they have a lot of wit like you know witchcraft stuff on there and mm. they and they stick to like the old school like traditional witchcraft lore and I noticed that you know simultaneously watching that and WandaVision I was like some of the like spells that Agatha Agatha, Agatha was saying, like uh, I was like, I just watched that American Horror Story. <laughs> like, it, it kind of <laughs> was nice how like the MCU kept like like these like super dark magic, like uh, old like mythology from like
1: little nods to everything.
3: Yeah, like from like real world, like old like real cultures mythology. Like, it kept use that into it. it, it like, it, it lent almost like weird to say because it's witchcraft but
2: it, it lends kind of like a room. Really- before the mcu is just one big uh, one big sumerian ho- hoax by kevin feige to
1: summon some old god
2: <laughs> <laughs> it
1: was like yeah. Kay yawning earlier we were like what the fuck was that that somebody just summoned somebody from the depths he was like oh! <laughs> i don't know what that noise was he sounded I, like that, to, that's the, the murloc from death. the or... murloc from fucking world of warcraft <laughs> <laughs> Literally, <laughs> but no. Um, what was I gonna say? Um, yeah. But, well, talk just back on the, you know, the whole Punisher and stuff like yeah. that. Like the, the the OG movies. When you th- really think back about, you know, what what we had to start with. I mean, Jesus. The 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 earliest one I can even comprehend before that was do you, Jesus. Do you remember those terrible like. Uh, I think it was like Captain America and like Thor and the Hulk, but it was like your man, you, the Lou Ferrigno painted green. This oh my- fella wearing like a fur coat. And a wee I mean, 10 foil helmet I'm, I'm I'm gonna stop you right
2: there gav and remind you depressingly <laughs> I'm 24. Jesus <laughs> I mean, man, you're, make,
3: you're... you know if you ever watch like a show like supernatural or like you know like yeah reference sorry those? I have to just... <laughs> <laughs> hey people apparently love that show because um oh
2: I know uh, my, uh, yeah. my partner she loves it but (laughs) i I know this is like um good
3: like this is like i know this is divisive and unpopular opinion but i just i i mean it's not that i don't like the old the the first star wars trilogy i do Mm. but i just like whenever i go back and watch it it's like um i'm just like i need some better cgi like like the characters in the story are, are are fine but it's like um on the CGI, it's once you know the story. I think you
1: give Remy an aneurysm here. By the sounds of things <laughs> that's happening, <laughs> I'm lightheaded. Like, Something lightheaded.
3: I the first trilogy. i do not think I prefer. It's the
2: okay. First. As long as, as long as you don't start chatting shit about Star Trek, we cool.
3: Oh <laughs> no 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 no! I have nothing against. Yeah. No, Star Trek is. I mean, that's a whole different thing because it's it's, Star Trek have and it's sci-fi, and, you know, and it's about its philosophy and you know, like no, it's,
2: yeah. it's a whole. Different B- thing. Before we before we get into that, like I was saying, you can't compare a Star Star Wars and a Star Trek. They're two vastly different There's things. One's a space Western. One's, and one's a space and, opera. Yeah. And...
3: Yeah. Yeah. One. One's just a more serious thing like it's meant to be taken as a metaphor you know all that science fiction is still meant to be taken like it's telling larger stories about human nature mm. blah 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 and um and you know like uh but in general these days just with i just found that i like not my in like like not severe just anything in that genre just lighter but at the same time i say that but i'll watch like John Bernthal's like Punisher on Netflix, like
4: Peter mm. dude's so head in mm.
3: that prison scene in Daredevil season two, where oh, he like yes. murders all of them, and he just and he mm, his mm, reflection mm. like the Punisher's like skull in blood on his white shirt. It is like yeah. so awesome, and you're like more. <laughs> and um. And-
2: Meanwhile, in Walking Dead, you have Rick Grimes crying into his son's head
3: Take the shot. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Do not this the Walking Dead.
3: oh
0: god
1: yeah i'm I'm treading on a sheet i was gonna say is this is this where it all kind of falls under the sheet of ice like (laughs) is this where it goes bad
2: i could not make it past the the part in the prison for walking dead
1: halfway through season four you and me quit at the same point yeah
3: you quit in season four like um uh when when, like right out when they were cured after the infection or during that part (laughs) I
1: stopped. Uh, at, I, I'll be honest with rolling you. Rolling up on the on the prison. He stopped at the mid-season finale. I stopped when I it was like three or four episodes of people getting a fever and dying. I'm like, I'm fucking done with this here. I can't watch it. When no does when do they start getting saved by the samurai booty? Season three. <laughs> oh, well, fuck. I completely, yeah, bl- season I completely blank. Season three. She, Michonne uh, came in the. She was already the, in it? Yeah, she Fuck. came in at the season finale. Well, end of season, season finale, two, she makes an yeah.
3: uncredited appearance. Well, Deny the actress does, but Michonne is in the end of season two, saving Andrea. And then she... Yeah,
2: yeah finale. Shows you how forgettable it was for me. I, just, I didn't even realize she was already in it.
3: You
1: there need was... to rewatch it. Like I say there I reckon six
3: for me it was when season 6 for me was like the true decline which a lot of most fans I think still loved but for me it was when like the show started getting to like rest on its laurels and it was like that was when by the way the show was like the biggest like it was like the biggest watched show in history ever, ever. Uh-huh. Or at least like a cable, but um, but and then so it was.
2: Is that is that is that, a, is that a that can't be a fact? It couldn't be. It, to, it like I'm a movie, pretty. I'm pretty, pretty sure it
3: is movie, a fact. It was cable. So I mean, let me it was have a look. Here. Even at that point, at least. So it was. Um, and then yeah, but unfortunately, you know, clearly it went <sighs> to their head because the writing just got literally Like you could feel like just being lazy. Like um, right. yeah. yeah. So. hmm
1: will just saying that there on on that fact, I just literally just done a quick Google search. Uh yeah. So it was, it was basically the show premiered in twenty ten. By season five, its ratings were pulling seventeen point three million viewers per episode, and it was which made it the most watched show in cable and television history.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's
3: impressive. So there you go, Remy. I mean, it's so sad that I stopped a lot to shoot your reality
1: and replace
2: it with my own. <laughs> <laughs> Star Trek is op. Fuck you if you think, just,
3: no, but one last word on the talking the walking dead is just uh, it's so sad because i used to really look forward to it so like it's like it's always sad when a show that you kind of look forward to for like at least a good few seasons and you think of and it's still going the thing is and it's just sad that there's you don't not only don't want to talk about it but it's even the thought of like uh, like i can't even bring myself since it's it's the last season and i like jeffrey d morgan a lot like his performance as megan it's their only reason I'm still watching. And, but he's not, you know, like he's not even being treated as a main character. So, and that's stupid on their part. (laughs) And I mean, I used to love Norman Reedus and his Daryl character, like, back in the early, early season. Oh, yeah.
0: And then just Everybody loved Daryl.
3: Like,
0: after. <laughs> like, see, like, season two, Daryl that just wants to slap a bitch.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he was, no, he was, like, oh, uh, yeah, like, that was when he was so well-rounded as a character, and nowadays, it's, yeah. uh, who yeah, it's I just, know, like, shit.
0: Uh, there was, like, I think it was, like, season, I can't remember, it was, like, five or something, or six, I'm not sure, but it was, like, he said so little words like there was a reddit post that someone made a graph (laughs) of how many how many words daryl said in each season and it got the point where like even there's only six episodes in season one and he spoke quite a lot of words and like compared to like one of the seasons where he basically said nothing (laughs) (laughs) he just mumbled it was
3: was just kind of just how did the writers not forget their own characterization of one of their their most popular character more than rick even he was written to like for a few seasons in the beginning. Clearly established as a very mouthy dude. Like he liked to talk, and so it was so weird when basically season six is when it started. He just stopped talking, <laughs> and he was, yeah, I was a guy say, on one
1: like <laughs> how many writers are in that writers' room? And I I know what you're saying. Like they they designed that character to be this way. But how many writers do you reckon common and go between seasons? There are still Republican.
2: We gotta go away from him.
1: No oh, Jesus Christ. Use,
3: <laughs> they only use like not that many. I think that like for example, Angela Kang, the current showrunner, she's the current mm-hmm. showrunner because she's wrote a lot of um the earlier episodes like by herself too. Like they don't. I don't think that they would use, make sense. They don't use too many writers. Like no, too many cooks in the kitchen or anything. So it's not it's not because they lost track. And I remember Scott saying something like i mean like the writers room like one of them saying like they have like you know they have a like every show should like a board or something keeping track of all their characters stories um so i don't know how you could forget that you know i get that you're writing something you yeah keep track of your own stuff if you're not watching it especially but if you're a writer, I think it might be. A, it's, it's just
2: a symptom of how long the show's been running.
3: It's it, uh, true. That's
2: I'm true. A, I'm a firm believer that you can't do a show from for more than five seasons anymore, especially these mm-hmm. days, because some some writers are so talented sure that they end up just after a while they leave a show five. and then they go they go do something else. Like uh, like I'm hoping that uh, Star Trek Discovery mm-hmm. doesn't go past like four or f- five seasons because eventually they're gonna write themselves into a hole and it's gonna become shit.
3: Yeah, like, what it, what happened
2: with Supernatural? It. What happened with Walking Dead? It's just my opinion. Either you yeah, die Supernatural or, hero or live long American enough for You to guys live. need
3: to watch American Horror Story because that's what they got right from the start mm-hmm. is that they knew that they were going to be in an anthology series. And so that just opens up a world of possibilities where they still keep the seasons connected because they always reuse the same cast. Like the a lot uh, most of them at least for every season, but they always play different characters each season. Isn't that
2: where Zachary Quinto got his big break, American Horror Story? Was that my uh, heroes?
3: It was on Lost that he got, yeah, Lost. No, no. Oh, sorry, I said Hero. big break
2: as in something that's good. And,
3: uh, <laughs> yeah,
2: a lot of people like Lost.
3: <laughs> was Zachary, lost Quinto, was Zachary
1: Quinto? Was Lost? Uh,
3: no, no, he's he not Lost. Heroes. It was a show called Heroes. It
1: was, and, it was Heroes. Yeah.
3: It was like, um, and he played. I think he wasn't a good guy, right? Like, it was so long ago. I mean, I barely watched. Yeah, he, him.
1: yeah, the first season, he was like the, the. Big bad guy that would like go around and cut people's brains out and so take well, like take yeah. <laughs> their pars. Yeah,
3: I mean I loved him. as <clears throat> Spock on the in the Star Trek Chris Pine movie.
1: Yeah, he was. He was. I loved him as Spock. Yeah, and, and he,
3: he could play a good guy and a bad guy like really well. He was an
2: okay Spock. He was a different take on Spock.
3: From I he's,
2: he's not the Spock guy. Uh, I love him. Uh, oh no, he's,
1: he's no he's no different. Leonard Nimoy. Let's face it. Like, so but... he,
2: he never, he, he never could be. That's why he had to do a different. Like... Yeah, but that's what I was gonna say. I'm you're very, not, you're not, you're not expecting,
1: you're not expecting Chris Pine to be fucking William Shatner, you know. So mm.
2: that's but my table William Shatner's on. also shaped, but <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, was Jesus, we're gonna. Get... Like, We're Chris going to get
1: canceled by Star Trek fans. Oscar
3: level caliber actor. You know he's done so many indie roles and like you know like just like different genres all the time and you know constantly working in different genres. Yeah. But you know William Shatner was just charming and handsome at that time at least. Um, a little pudgy but still handsome. But by the time he mm-hmm. was Captain Kirk, and um, I was surprised he was in that old movie, um, the Nuremberg Trials about uh mm. yeah, the nazi war criminal, yeah. yeah and he was do you ch- know the handsome in that and i was surprised I'm was struggling.
1: <laughs> was... like literally struggling to pull something that william shatner's been in other than star Trek. and do you know the only thing that's coming to my head miss congeniality <laughs> the only movie that's coming to my head <laughs> it's not. Even, it's not
2: even a fil- uh, film or Star Star Trek. Uh, like anything like, besides out of Star Trek, the only thing I know, other thing I know him from, is a really, 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 really shit game called Tech War by a company called Catstone oh, in tech the nineties. Yes, yeah, a really terrible yeah. fucking
1: game, but like from a terrible book by Shatner. <laughs> oh my That's god, I remember Tech I War. From. Yeah, I'm. I'm just having. I'm, I'll tell you what. Do you know what? I've just pulled up IMDb just to have a look, just to see yeah. because. I literally cannot imagine him in anything else other than Star Trek. But let's have a look here and see what we've got here. So, uh, well, apparently done the voice of Two Face in Batman Vs. Two Face. Um, he was in My Little Pony. He was the pony. Normally, best. Um, apparently, he was in Bruno Mars's uh, version video of yeah. the the Lazy song.
4: <laughs> what? Yeah, apparently
3: he, he like tweeted that he was a fan of Supernatural. I think like like he watches really like he'll like do the most random things like on social media, which I think is part of the fun of just William Shatner's persona. <laughs> like he's he's become more of a persona yeah. than an actor. <laughs> um he,
1: he really has.
3: But um, but yeah, like uh. I think I mean I think it's I mean I, I don't know how it reports of him as a person but uh but what what he's like to work with but I mean you know he seems he seems like a fun guy at least <laughs> and he's still you know uh I mean he created that like uh I mean Captain Kirk is I mean he was like a fun you know he created it was like a fun anti-hero hero like he wasn't I'm not too anti-heroish like he's not the punisher but he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's
2: you know, more, yeah you don't know, say so i don't remember many times in the original star trek <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> fucking, fucking going up and fucking smashing some gorgon's head in a- Oh
3: Jesus Christ. oh man um,
1: i'm looking for my friend billy russo
3: <laughs> wow, man this nice, like Would uh, you hold
1: still while I
2: beat your head in with this rock?
3: the Netflix, the, the Netflix Punisher. By the way, did you watch like the series?
2: Oh yeah! John oh B- yeah! B- yeah! Tom B- the Punisher is absolutely fantastic, and
3: yeah. I loved every. Be- I
1: only- haven't watched it in ages. He's the only <laughs> version of the Punisher I'm willing to accept now. No, like does he, he does he scratch his head a lot like Shane in The Walking Dead?
3: He does, but you know what? It's like it's it, it's the intensity that he brings that, he, and also the charm. It's like Shane had that weird obsession with Lori, you know, Rick's wife, and like and this clear mental illness that wasn't that wasn't like Frank's mental illness. It was like a, it was like a a really creepy mental illness. It was like Frank's mental illness is PTSD, you know, and it's like something that's yeah. sympathetic. So that's what makes. Frank's such a even when he's being unlikable he's not unlikable because he's... I,
2: I i never found him to be unlikable i, I rather find him a, a rather funny pleasant chap and,
3: yeah. and you know he's coming from a good place so and he's killing you know i don't i don't know too much about his comics actually but i don't think he kills like street litterers and uh, you see
1: that's literally no, 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 no. the punisher comics is that's where a i find that's literally <laughs> where i would shine because i read those comics when i was a teenager back the front like literally this punisher that we have is closer to the punisher uh max comics that we that well that would have been out in like the late 90s early 2000s Mm. mainly because it's a more brutal version of him and it takes those elements of you know him being in like the the iraq war and stuff like that and you know the the high fucked up like they were following orders and they were you know sometimes his battalion would go in and you know wipe out some civilians and he wouldn't agree with it but his mates were all fucking you know laughing it up and all that there and he would be the one you know processing it and dealing with it and, and wanting yeah,
3: he's out like what, what, what i love that netflix the show's like show kept like emphasizing with how he was like a true softy actually especially even among his like when he was with his soldier buddies, because before he lost his wife and kids, he was like the tender heart of the, like, the, of, of, out of every group that he was in. Yeah. And then, you out know, of his whole division. After, yeah, what happened to him, he's going to turn, like, <sighs> angry. <laughs> but he still never lost the big heart. And that's what, you know, and, that, and that's what made that, you know, even, even though the storytelling had, like, a little bump here and there throughout the two seasons, that's why it, they really nailed that aspect, that oh. crucial aspect. So it still worked in the end for me, like, yeah. both seasons. And Jigsaw, too. He, a lot of people <clears throat> didn't like Jigsaw in the second season, obviously because he didn't have the full disfigured <laughs> face. But... Um,
1: well, that's the thing. In, in the comic book version of it, Jigsaw was the, the a mobster, so he was fucked in the Avada glass and crushed up with it, and that's why his face was so banjaxed. So... It's it's hard it's hard to take your face is Banjax. It literally is. It's hard to it's hard to take. We, maybe maybe need to explain our
0: uh, dialect to Billy oh, in there. Well, ba-
1: Banjax means his face is, is entirely fucked up. For
3: the context, but like yes.
1: But yeah, so that's that's who Billy Russo was in the comics. Just for a little bit of clarity for anybody that doesn't know, he was a mobster, and the Punisher was going mm. after him. He came across him. I think I think one night they were out just kind of you know he was out patrolling the streets came across it just by accident and uh, i just thought
3: like like in the netflix version
1: Mm-hmm. they weren't friends they weren't war buddies they weren't anything like that he was a mobster and punisher came across him and it's like i say the brand
3: with with billy yeah. russell starting out as a good guy too like um for yeah like it, like netflix is so many good things like with all that universe but
4: yeah with the punisher, i prefer it
3: really corrected some aspects i feel that were it, yeah like i feel like people were really underrated that show and um yeah he deserves a second chance now that and, you know, Marvel and Disney are actually going to do this R-rated division uh, with Deadpool. Mm-hmm. So why not? You know, and you know Charlie Cox is going to be in Spider-Man Three, which won't be R-rated. But there's gonna, yeah. you know, there's that that opens up the poss- very likely possibility he'll be Daredevil in a maybe R-rated version. But you know, if the Punisher comes over, that well, he's definitely yeah. gonna have to be R-rated too. I mean, when, why not? Now that they have Deadpool confirmed as R-rated, like Deadpool Three, I think. So yeah, like that's exciting. I'm I'm glad Disney has so much money.
1: <laughs> like, I, the only thing I don't like about Disney at the minute is the fact that Blade isn't going to be R rated. How do you do a Blade movie right. without an R rating?
3: I mean, I think what the way I see it is, it, 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 I hope it's the least uh, I think it's probably likely going to be a hard PG thirteen though, it, it, because the Blade story was always more about like the action choreography and. Like that's really in the end of the day more than the gore and the horror. Mm. It like he's an action hero, you know, like anti hero, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but, but if, act, if, basically hero. And so he do you, does, you know someone. Yeah, who, yeah he'll pull off the the choreography. I'm sure this uh, the martial Holly and um, you know, as well as oh, Holtley, uh-huh. as well as Wesley did, and yeah. I think that's what really matters for that. Like you know, very Captain America, mm-hmm. Winter Soldier like. Realistically shot. You yeah, know, I, c- like,
1: I could see that. Yeah, I
3: could but, but make that. it a little bit, just a little bit bloodier. They can go to a, like a harder PG
1: 13. the Like I say, the thing is, you imagine Blade, you talk about iconic scenes, you talk about everything, you know, like what made Blade? What's the memorable thing you can think from Blade? And the, the most thing I think anybody takes from Blade is uh, the, the first movie, you know, Wesley Snipes going into that underground club and the blood just absolutely teeming it from the ceiling. <laughs> and just talk iconography, you know the vampires start going nuts by eating everybody, and then he just comes in, guns blazing, sword swinging, you know stuff like that. That's that's right. that's what we oh, expect. And,
3: you know what? Under Kevin Feige, it's like I doubt he like Kevin. I mean, so far we he's given us no reason to really not trust him. You know, like his direction. Well, that's true. I doubt That's he's really gonna true. just make blade into uh, like you know like uh, he's like uh, he. I doubt blade's not gonna have swords and like mm, I, I really like. I mean they can't show him. Has like it been
2: com- has it been
1: confirmed the blade won't be R-rated? I think it so. has been. Yeah,
3: uh, yeah, it oh, it's has been. Suck. I think so. Um, yeah.
1: Hold on, let me check here. So okay, you know uh, what?
3: I think they want to make that money <laughs> off the off the first movie, much like Deadpool. Not Deadpool, but. But it's basically the same concept now. Like, um, Deadpool's already established itself in uh, yeah. outside of that Disney universe. But, so, like, they know that they're going to have a built-in Deadpool fan base uh, just outside of any, you know, regular looky-loos <laughs> and coming yeah. in to watch Deadpool 3. But, so, with Blade, the first <coughs> one, they're going to make a PG-13 to reel in any you know people who are like softer to that kind of like oh vampires who still think vampires are scary you know and then the second movie they might make it that actually are i think that do that's- you
1: think they're going to go with the venom route of bring everybody in with a, a soft exactly. like they like say the hard PG-13 yeah. and then amp it up for the second movie
3: exactly i think that that sounds the more i say it the more i convinced but it it really does feel like um the, the wise thing to do and also just the kind of yeah, like uh, the kind of route that the MCU's pattern has shown them mm-hmm. to make. Like they're not afraid to take the risk. It's just a matter of like if they can and when they can, they did. I mean, look at Evan Peters uh, coming over to WandaVision. It's like once they bought the rights to uh, I guess Fox, it is uh, they got they got the most one well, the most popular character aside from Logan over as asap <laughs> into the MCU like yeah. as soon as possible. And they didn't waste any time, if you think about it, from because Dark Phoenix, the last movie he was in on the Fox side, was 2019, and because of God, Corona, okay. you know, we had a, a gap that didn't really count. But yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, well, well, what are your feelings on it? Um, on just specifically Evan Peters' character and how it turned out.
2: It's like, I, I thought it was, I thought it was a, as an X Men fan, and like obviously knowing the very early comic, uh, comics all the way up through uh, Chris Car- Claremont's, uh, uh, run, um where Quicksilver was more uh, involved in the, the, the comics, especially uh, earlier on when they were part of the X-Men team and then they fucked uh, uh, Scarlet and Quicksilver fucked off uh, for the uh, into the avengers i think it was west coast avengers maybe mm-hmm. uh, or I might be getting that wrong but i think it's uh, it's a much better version of uh, pietro uh, that we got in age of ultra oh my god i thought no, I, I thought pietro no, was a no, terrible i never want
3: to see that pietro again i want peter <laughs>
2: so-
1: also elizabeth olsen needs to fucking decide
2: which accent she wants to use
1: <laughs> you see there's there's a thing there's a theory behind that so there is Uh, see especially specifically the whole WandaVision thing so her accent in that by the way I don't know if you noticed that when she was in the hex her accent remained the same when she left it that was when it changed
3: yeah Yeah. because
1: in the hex it's all Americanified it's all sitcomified it's all you know it it, it, it's the classic sitcom thing of the American accent you know the the perfect life uh, yeah yeah that was it. So it it it's not everybody was saying that I was like, Where'd her accent go? And then she went when she I remember yeah. when it she left the Hex, it's, it's deliberate. deliberate, yeah.
3: And one thing that one one YouTuber pointed out, um, I forget which, but it was like uh it was that when she got her finally got her full Scarlet Witch crown and pulled get up
4: mm-hmm.
3: her her accent returned even in the Hex. And um or I yep. mean I mean at that point I think the Hex she kinda of already took it down or was about to, but It was more, I think that part was like deliberate too because her accent returns um, really thick actually and it's like um, because she embraced her destiny. It's like it's part of... So these little touches that some, some people will complain about, it's like just breathe and like trust think maybe there's a reason
1: <laughs> that yeah. they did that the, like
3: a lot of people complain about her in civil war especially <laughs> with the accent which yeah. i think because she lived with americans for like quite a while and she mm-hmm. was also she was like, just picking up women. mannerisms
1: and little tricks yeah. in her accent yeah, so there will be bricks and up
3: except vision was had a british accent who should hang out with a lot but so that might confuse her a little but but i mean i'm sure like yeah. you know, like captain america was trying to actually teach her like how to pronounce words like a real honky you know <laughs> uh, but, but the Russo brothers actually explained that that was deliberate again because she was trained to be a spy in that movie and yeah so she needed that to- makes sense yeah, so it's all, like, um, the MCU plans out all this shit, so usually I don't question it unless like, there's something really glaring to me. Um, the the yeah, one issue that everyone, I've taken you know, with WandaVision
1: of... and people... Oh, sorry.
3: No, go, go ahead. I just want to, get like, I just want to know, were you guys disappointed? Uh, like, because like, originally I freaking... You know, like, when nuts when I saw Evan Peters, like, uh, come in. Oh. It was a multiple things. It was a fact.
0: That- I, re- I remember your reaction.
3: <laughs> yes. I I filmed myself, like, live. It wasn't a, re, like, reshot li- reaction like some of these people do. Yeah. I, I know my scream, you could tell, was genuine because I was fixated on the TV screen. I just had a camera on me, and then I, I was like, I couldn't believe it. Like, I had forgotten. I heard about his cameo. I didn't know to what capacity it was being used and what. And by that point, you were so into the show itself, anyway, that that was part of the smartness. It was like you forgot that he was even going to be in it. And so when he pops up in the middle, you're like, mm-hmm. it's a total shock and a pleasant one, no matter who he was playing. But yeah. you know, like you hope Pietro, but you knew that obviously just the fact that he's a different face,
2: it's going to be- I think my reaction went along the lines of. <laughs> A,
3: i couldn't i was so gleeful i mean it's like god bless the mcu like just for yeah. giving us yeah
1: yeah just just us for moment. giving us that one little oh yeah. my god a crossover has happened <laughs> one thing i do
2: love about the finale is who vision the vision fight was. was like
1: oh wait you're a computer about this protocol i i I loved i loved that it It was like he was arguing he was arguing his own fucking logic to him he's like i need to kill the vision and he says yes but i'm basically just i'm not the vision you're the vision
3: (laughs) he reaches that conclusion like a self-defined conclusion mm-hmm. on their own. in order Which to destroy I, uh,
1: vision he needs to destroy himself type thing <laughs>
3: yeah i mean he yeah. followed it was, it was very kind of spocky he followed it through to its logical conclusion <laughs> and, yeah. well, and also mm-hmm. something
2: you don't um you might not realize and this might break your heart the character of wiccan B- uh, billy mm-hmm. he yeah. can read minds he knew uh what wanda was gonna with the. They were that's right the and he didn't want to yeah. say
1: anything to make his brother mm, calm I about figured, the whole thing I happening
3: why he didn't say i actually had to did, did have this thing thought, like I was like, does Billy know? He must know, cause he has her powers, and he, he already is displaying them on a high level. I mean, he read had vision thought from far away. So, yeah. Obviously, his the- own mother, who, yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, I.
3: He's also very introspe- uh, introverted, like that character. Like, I mean, just this is how well they flesh these um, supporting roles out already. Like, you already can see that he's a very introverted boy, so he's probably just by personality alone, not yeah. the type of person to say that. Like he kind of already is a mature little boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. oh my god, that's and it's heartbreaking and very and something that, yeah, it, it's something you might even realize, yeah, like days later after watching the episode or on a rewatch and that was what I, rewards you more.
1: I was too busy cry I was too I
4: busy have, crying. I, admit, I was
2: a little disappointed uh, that um pref- uh, Dr. Strange didn't show okay. up. Like, yeah, how you, just, like you just you just fucking name have... drop the Sorcerer Supreme, bitch.
3: <laughs> um, I, I did like name drop because it was like a crucial moment too, and it it wasn't just like a casual like Agents of. Steel no, it trying to it, incorporate it fit... itself Into the MCU name drop, like it, it, of...
2: it sets context. In terms exactly. of like the level of really uh, the, Scar- uh, the Scarlet and Witch,
3: it we already know she's gonna be, you know, in it, it, this show lead into. The, uh, yeah
2: it's going to lead multiverse into of madness, yeah. multiverse of madness
3: yes and she'll be like a part of it and this story like continues into that so it's like i'm i'm disappointed he wasn't in it because i love it in a version of it specifically too and just the mm. character story but it's um but you know like it's kind of we have to wait a year the only thing but at least well, well it's
2: like well also don't forget that uh WandaVision. Wasn't supposed to be out this early, it was supposed to be Falcon and the Winter Soldier that came out. First. Wanda- it's,
3: because,
2: it's because of the likes of Covid the, that the, the reshuffle like, everything, the, like, the yeah. Scheduling. First, yeah, first yeah. Because MCU WandaVision that, wasn't meant to be at yeah, this Yeah,
3: MCU first outing back was, yeah, it's like, gonna be Falcon and Winter Soldier, and then I don't know what was. it meant.
2: was. No, it was meant to be Black Widow, then Falcon, then. Um, oh that's
3: right it was a summer thing remember. yeah falcon winter was going to be a summer and that-
2: yeah and then it was meant to be Shang-Chi, yeah, i believe and then, then one wow. so other, ones- which
3: They're led
2: into yeah yeah it it like it really got fucked up in terms of like their schedule yeah the other
3: like so far like one seems to actually be playing well into like the timeline like i mean i know yeah. that it's playing special yeah. timeline they already said that
2: this well i like their, and- their timelines pretty fucking spaghetti anyway I
3: doesn't really matter what no, order they show, because is like, she's already, like the first Avengers should have
2: technically yeah. been the first
3: <laughs> exactly like she's in her own reality too anyways um so yeah. with Wanda especially it's kind of a sh- timeless this series too especially uh but oh. so wow mm-hmm. I guess
2: I must admit I'm actually I'm actually more excited and more hyped for Falcon and Winter Soldier than I
1: I gotta admit, I when for, um, watching trailers and stuff, I was like, "I think I'm gonna enjoy Falcon and the Winter Soldier a lot more than I enjoy uh, WandaVision." And then when I watched WandaVision, Jesus Christ, I was so invested in it, so much so that come the end, were yeah, so
3: many people, yeah, it's like I'm in March, and then they get around to watch WandaVision, and they they're like, "Yo, this show," because I mean, yeah, many one it was like one reason you can tell. I mean, first it's like when the fan base gets so toxic that they get upset over a joke Paul Bettany made about working with an actor, you know, like
1: yeah, that he wanted to work with all his exact, life.
3: Exact, <laughs> that. I think left to right, like everyone from Harry I, Potter. Yeah, I <laughs> love,
1: I love the fact that everybody was like, "Oh, it's Magneto. It has to be Magneto. It's Ian McKellen. He's amazing. He's been, I mean, you know, he's I- wanted to work with him all his life. It's just that." Oh
3: big one actually like with uh-huh. like it's the finale they were saying that the mystique manifesto was gonna show up first of all and then and not only that um al pacino playing him because he was uh the devil in devil's yeah, and devil's and advocate I guess he never did before.
4: yeah
3: um so that's how you know shows big when fans love us so much if they get even to one tiny part mm-hmm. wrong from their own theory yeah very much like Star Wars. Like that's how you know like a, a franchise is solid when the fan base.
2: <laughs> the the Star Wars franchise is anything but fucking solid. <laughs> <than anything. laughs>
3: I mean, you know, yeah, nowadays with the different directors and the, those nine films, it's like it's just. Awful. Like
2: the pre- the sequel trilogy was so bad that it made the prequel trilogy look good. Good. <laughs> oh, so I Jesus, don't yeah. agree
3: with that. I really think oh my god though I I recently watched a prequel and prequels there there's no plot to it actually you could say at least that freaking plot like like it's there was no
2: plot to the Ray trilogy and at least George George Lucas did actually know what he wanted he he, I don't think he done it very well but he had idea of what he wanted to it, do with the
3: prequel actually the plot first of all and it also was a watchable very watchable movie and enjoyable even but the
2: prequel trilogy uh, the whole plot of that I, was set up for Anakin for a, sequ- yeah. a sequel trilogy to return as Luke to be the chosen one but Kathleen yeah. decided nope women can't relate to Luke Skywalker so we're, go- we're gonna screw him over and we're gonna pretend that fucking Finn is the main character but no it's actually Rey bring uh,
0: back spicy trade
1: routes I, I, the only thing I don't like about, the only, Shaft. <laughs> Jesus Christ, the only thing I don't like about the sequel trilogy is the fact that, uh, John Boyega got absolutely shafted. That's the only he thing did. he did.
3: Wait, so you did, you did, like, the sequel trilogy, like me.
1: <laughs> I also feel like Captain Phasma just got,
0: like,
2: yeeted, really. She, do you like,
0: know, suddenly? she got shafted, too. She, too. she, she
2: got
3: She was, like, meant to look like a total badass, and...
2: The, ent- the entire sequel trilogy got shafted because of ryan johnson
3: <laughs> i agree with it that i agree because it? It it I, there- I feel like jj gets so much hate and i do have a bias oh, i i think he gets hate he directed- because
2: certain people realize how overrated he actually is yeah yeah uh,
3: I-, I think people hate on him i don't know why because um i i know it's an older show but i mean i remember watching alias growing up and I, it was so like first of all like just the fact he directed you know and he created you know wrote whatever produced this show about this female spy and made it both very relatable to women and men like it was like a very mm-hmm. it, I mean for the time especially I mean the story
2: I don't think they need to make characters relatable that's one thing that re- they try to please too many people just make a cool character like a uh, uh, quite often like uh, uh, they'll say oh people don't like Ray because it's female like. That is so far from the truth. One of my favorite characters of all time is fucking um, Ridley <laughs> from um, Alien. Ripley. No, no, I'm Ripley. 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 Ripley, you're thinking of, right. of Daisy Ridley? Dazley no, I'm of no, right? I'm, no, I'm thinking of Ridley <laughs> Scott. Like, Ridley the Scott, direct- who directed oh, right. it? <laughs> yeah, who directed it. The Ripley. <laughs> them Ripley's is Ripley. From- <laughs> okay, like, um, uh, what about Charlize Theron in Aeon Flux? She is fantastic. Oh, oh my
3: god, right? I was she is, was yeah. better. Listen, I'm going to... Even in Atomic Blonde, which again was a sucky movie, but she was so good in it and her fights yeah. were so realistic. Because um, I remember in the trailer, there's one moment where she uses a lasso, and it looks like in the trailer, like she's using it like Wonder Woman. And you think it's some super stylized fight, but when you watch it in the movie, it's actually her using the rope to literally, like, uh, to realistically be able to jump off like a balcony. And she lands really hard, too. And it's not like she just magically lands on her. High heels. It the action was so well, like again, it was that long cut, no fast cuts, um, thing that they do, which I love. You know, they should never yeah. go back to fast cuts and action fights ever in movies <laughs> after you know Daredevil, <laughs> yeah. the hallway fights, and everything. Oh and yeah, America, Those like, single
1: cuts like, are amazing.
3: And there's gonna Those be more, cuts oh my god, the Falcon Winter Soldier fights. I cannot wait. It from the trailer. I'm hoping like that crazy, they pass the
2: shield over to Bucky.
3: Wait. So you, uh... you think you think that Bucky should
2: have gotten it? Yes, wholeheartedly. I think uh, Bucky. He's a lot more experienced. He understands the mantle of the shield. He understands the history of the shield. But I, I think that like. Uh, the only way I see reasonably going to Sam uh, Sam Wilson is if, and I hope they do it, if they do the Supreme Commander, right, and they do bring ca- uh, Captain America back as an alternate version of himself as the Supreme Commander, who's a Hydra agent all alone and takes over the fucking oh, so planet. That's and see that's where Sam Wilson...
3: Okay. Chris Evans tweet. it ain't so something, because that was a big moment. And when they happen the yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I heard of that. I
1: need... I literally uh. just need to interrupt and say to Remy, there is... I agree with you that, you know, Bucky should have got it. I, I would agree with that, okay? Mm. But I have to say... Falcon's a much better character. And no, not even that there. <laughs> he, is, he is a better character, but the thing is, from... You think about seeing this from Steve's perspective, okay? Now... He, you know, Bucky's his Bucky's his best friend, so he you would automatically think, you know, the mantle goes to him. But if you really think about it, you know, it it, it always says about, you know, Captain America being a good soldier. Right? Mm-hmm. The main thing about Captain America is being a good person too. Now while Bucky is a good person, you know, to a certain extent think about all the shit that he's done under the control
2: yeah, of Hydra. I, you mean you say, yeah, I mean you say that, but Black Widow i like understand the like she's That's her her letter shield. is gushing red
3: she would never get the shield mm-hmm. either like it, the thing is it's not about it's exactly what he just said it's not about um where whether either of them is more deserving of it it's like they're both like basically what i got from the end of end game is that they both kind of equally deserve it and they both actually are steve's best friend just in different time periods because that sam has been because of bucky's issues lately have been has been by steve's side fighting by his mm-hmm. more consistently and to the public image I, I, so uh, what,
1: what
2: i think an overarching story for really a falcon, really for really a falcon and sort of what the soldier will be is i think like um anthony mackie's character sam wilson will like uh, struggle with the realization that he knows that it should have uh, gone to bucky because from it from a writing standpoint i think that I is think a very, really very good angle to take. That.
3: To kind of put that in there with there, because they both have that natural tension.
2: He'll look at he'll look at he'll look at Bucky in the way I described him. Like shit, you're Captain America's best friend. You 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 were the greatest generation. You you're so experienced and like so much better, more capable of doing yeah, this he, job he, than I am. I How come I got the he shield? He's gonna struggle Bucky with
3: that. Did. Not under not because Bucky wanted to or anything. He knows that, but but you know, like it's like it's again, it's like that thing of I feel really bad for Bucky, but because I I I'm like. I died with Cap's decision to give um, Falcon the shield but when he did do that I remember watching it in theater and going like eh, it's kind of like but what but like he's just not like Captain America-esque and not because he's black or anything but because it's like uh, but it's like first of all he doesn't have you know superpowers. Which I think Bucky still hmm. has, sort of, right? He still has yeah. some kind of serum. No, he's, in him.
2: he's so, uh, he still he has uh, he has some form of the Super Soldier serum within him. And has yeah, got yeah, that same serum. Try,
3: but I guess the arms is basically like the exo skeleton that Falcon has. But it's like it's more just that he I don't know maybe because Bucky is just a more established character because he came first, maybe. Um yeah. So it's almost like a split with me, like as which I would choose, but I think. It was a smart move. That's why for Disney or Marvel to make it a joint, at least the first outing of Sam mm. as Captain America or whatever, to make it actually kind of a conflict.
2: I think that's so, uh, that's also another reason why uh, they haven't called it like um, Captain America, uh, like Captain America Sam Wilson, like the comics was called. Yeah, like because yeah. you had Captain America Steve Rogers and then Cap- uh, the Captain America Sam Wilson, the two opposing uh, comics, <laughs> like uh, which led into like. Uh, uh, was a secret a secret empire which was the supreme commander uh captain america being uh, being the bad guy i think it, i think it, they are going to focus america- on that dynamic of the struggle
3: uh, in that comic really quickly does um so is is captain america like pretending to be like a good guy and then he
2: revealed no what uh what happens is uh like there's some avengers i can't because i'm not too familiar with the avengers but i, I, I like my cap but um, there was an avenger uh, avengers i think it was was it avengers disassembled maybe uh but there was some event avengers story that revolved around like the captain going into some portal and he got fucked up <laughs> like, oh, no. some, like, um, well, like his uh, consciousness got uh his consciousness got uh like distorted and oh. like i had all these like memories uh memories a uh, brought back to him that were uh-huh. like uh, sealed away from him and he's been a hydra agent all this time
3: wait so it, he actually was a hydra agent this whole time and it wasn't like the yes. portal instilling new memories it was actually a- no, no. Being his fake memories
2: what is, unless my memory is failing me yeah
3: oh my god yeah i think you're right really dark- that makes
2: it... Like, and Nick, Nick Spencer, the writer for it, actually got death threats because, oh, because he done that.
3: That's a big Nick risk. Spencer's that's great.
2: great. That, oh, he's fantastic. Risk.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, I applaud them for even just taking that risk. It's the most,
2: it's a, it's the most interesting thing that's ever been done with... Uh, that has been done with Captain America in the last fucking 30 years. Yeah. But
3: it's not like Dark yeah. Superman where... Because Dark Superman is never, like, evil, evil. Like, you could never say... I mean, even though he does, like, like bad things a lot, it's not it's not like... That's like a darker twist, first of all, just because Cap's more human, and um, but it's yeah. so far, it feels darker too. But it's because you know he's. I mean, it's they're so similar, but it, you know what I mean. It somehow it feels darker than like you know. Super, I mean, we'll see how Zack Snyder handles Dark Superman <laughs> it, soon.
2: I hope he handles. it I hope he handles it better I, than I really want. Him. I'm
3: to love Superman. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it's like. Uh, I mean, Wonder Woman will have a bigger role in it, too, it looks like. I hope there's less. Oh, don't, get me, don't
2: get me started on Wonder Woman
3: 84.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> so bad and so calm. Oh. Like, the, like, what people don't realize is the director for like She's a great director, but she's a mm-hmm. terrible fucking writer. She didn't write the first Wonder Woman.
4: <laughs> oh, I thought <laughs> she, she did.
2: Nope, she directed it. Yeah she, she directed but she, it she didn't write it. She was given she was given the writing rule and directing rule for the second one and that's why it
1: sucks. <laughs> she I was not it. I do I hit the mo- interrupt like interrupt.
3: Uh, I didn't say I, yeah, but... I she wrote and directed. So the Yeah. I just have one question. This is sexist, but like did the <laughs> did a man or a woman write the first Wonder Woman?
2: I don't think that really matters. <laughs>
3: I think it matters. Hold up. I got to hold up. I I'm going to look it up really quick just cuz not that it's like a proof of anything, but just patterns alone. And, you know, Patty Jenkins is the first woman to ever direct a good female superhero movie because I'm looking at you, Captain Marvel director and Birds of Prey director. I don't know how you guys feel about Birds of Prey, but I was shaking my leg in the theater. I never,
1: st- I, I, I never watched it. It
3: over. <laughs> um, it was
1: better than fucking Suicide Squad, I'll tell you that.
3: <laughs> it, it was overly long. I mean, I, I honestly I might even want rather watch Suicide Squad. Not that it was a better movie or anything, but just it, it felt long and was the main problem. The pacing was yeah. really prolonged and scary.
2: Um. There is this story by uh, Zack Snyder, Alan Heinberg, and G- Alan Heinberg. Yeah. Oh,
3: we all know so. Zack Snyder had minimum thing to do with it. That's why it was good. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but,
2: but... Uh, uh, screenplay screenplay by Alan Heinberg and Alan screenplay Heinberg. Yeah. And Jason okay,
1: okay. So See, that's why I
2: say it doesn't really. Uh, I don't. I don't think it really matters if it's a, a matter. Monor- yeah. A mon- in terms of director, yeah, that's uh, that's. Uh, that's big you know, that's, that's cool Marvel's but
3: i mean the woman who directed it i don't know why they chose her because she has no background with action and captain marvel mm-hmm. unlike wanda for example is a huge action heavy hero so i don't i don't yeah. uh, like that's i mean it doesn't, again it's yeah you're right it doesn't matter end of the day, woman or man but this woman in particular had no experience with that so yeah. and patty jenkins actually had no experience directing action either um but she directed the action really well in um really well in wonder woman actually it, the action a lot of it, it when it actually took off in wonder woman 1984 a lot of the action moments like the needle drop moments where like the music then it, they were actually really well done but it just there were too few of those like and, and um and i think that's what a lot of people's problems was it's it didn't even
2: I really I really hate to do this, but we like we're well over an hour now and we kinda no, up. So
3: <laughs>
2: sorry. Friends.
3: Suddenly a lot uh of sorry about that after no content for a year. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh,
2: no, this that was this was fun. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I
2: enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, we covered like a hell of a lot of different topics. A lot of in shit. in terms of <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I,
1: I say, it was it. all inclusive of comics and cinematic universes, yeah. and that's what we're kind some of some good discussions got weeks. taken there,
2: and that's that's what we're all about yeah. making people laugh and having a good discussion.
3: Hell yeah! <laughs> um, so yeah, in let's see, seven days or eight days, we have uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and I think before that yeah. we have.
2: Justice League. Yeah, it's out. in, it's out in the nineteenth. You're gonna be. Mm-hmm. So what? Uh, do, do you wanna crack? you wanna take us away, Carl? Yeah. Well, that
0: wraps us up for this week's episode, anyway. And hope you've all enjoyed our ramblings and mm-hmm. long, long banter. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, until now, it's away on from us.